you are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So I say D, I say D-O, D-O-D, D-O-D-G. Team, team, Hello, Dodger team, fans. Team. Welcome to Locked On Dodgers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans' perspective on our boys in blue. I am Jeff Snyder of Baseball Essential, along with Vince Samperio of Chavez, Chavez Ravine Fiends. And today we have two special guests, Matt Beatty of the Los Angeles Dodgers and Jessica Beatty, baseball wife extraordinaire. Matt and Jessica, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Thanks for having us. So how are you guys doing? No, we're doing good. Uh, we just got back into L.A. last night, so uh, we're just waiting to go down to San Diego. Awesome. So you guys are in L.A. today for the off day and then heading down to San Diego? Yeah, uh, off day here today, and then we'll travel later tonight. Great. So, yeah, we wanted to have you on. Um, obviously, you made your major league debut two nights ago. Uh, we're recording this during the off day on Thursday. Uh, Tuesday night, you made your debut. You got a hit in your first at bat. Uh, right now you are, uh, as far as I can tell the best hitter in baseball history, batting a thousand. Um, so we want to talk to you a little bit about that experience. I guess my first question is, uh, tell us what it was like getting the call, uh, saying you're a major leaguer. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, so it was, what night was it? I just can't even think of what night it was, but like two or three nights ago, I was just laying in bed. Um, it was around midnight. We Our game in OKC got uh, postponed because of bad weather. Um, and I was just laying in bed, and it was around midnight, and I was starting to doze off, but I was still on my phone, scrolling through social media. Um, and, uh, yeah, I got the call from Travis Barber, our, our manager in OKC, Um you know, he just asked me what I was doing, um, and right then, and I kind of, I kind of figured <laughs> what the call was about. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, heart started racing. Um, so many thoughts, so many emotions started uh, rolling through my head. Um, and Jessica was right there. She, she was. Travis was on a speakerphone, and she got to hear the news too at the same time. So it was a, it was a pretty cool, special moment. Yeah, last time we talked to you was when you had just got added to the 40-man roster. And I remember Jessica had that that video, you know, kind of going through her emotions and stuff. So, Jessica, tell us your side of it. You know, you've been by his side the whole way, and, and it's kind of all come to fruition now. Yeah, I think um, I might have shown even more emotion, actually, when that was added to the 40-man than I did to this news. I think it was more we were just – shocked is really the only word that I can think I think both of us we've never really talked about when it happens like what we'll feel or what we'll do or what situation it will be but I'm sure at least I know I have always thought about it you know and like will I be with him will he be on a way trip that I'm not there for how will it all go down and um, I think it just came at a time where we were so caught off guard we were just having dinner and hanging out with some of Matt's old teammates from college and just like reminiscing on college and 
just kind of joking about minor league baseball life and it wasn't even three hours later that um, he got the call and we were experiencing that but I think it was just such a shock and such a okay what do we do now how do we prepare for this and just making sure that we didn't miss our flight and had packed as much stuff but not overpacking it was um it was definitely but no once he got off the phone with Travis I know that I just completely lost it and you know we just hugged and he was like I gotta call my parents and then we went straight into go to the field pack his stuff and do all of that and um probably a lot of uncontrollable shaking (laughs) in the process as well yeah, that was going to be my next question is, who was that first call right after you got the call? Um, uh, and then, you yeah. know, just I don't know how how in tune you are with the team as it goes on a daily basis. But, I mean, had you seen anything about the Pollock injury? And did you have, you know, any inclination that that might be something that was going to happen anytime soon? Um, so it's the first question. Uh, uh, the first call went uh, to my parents. Um and they're all the way on the East Coast in in Atlanta, so it was a pretty uh, early phone call for them, and and uh, you know obviously they're pretty excited, um, and it was just a it was a cool phone call to have, you know, to be able to tell them, especially after all the sacrifices and and just work to put in as a as a kid, um, you know, growing up playing the game, um, and I I know it was a special moment for them as well, um, and then along the lines of did I know about the Pollock injury? I kind of heard, I just heard a little bit of talk about it. Somebody in the clubhouse mentioned it, but you know, I didn't really, I didn't really think about it. Uh, You try to just keep your mind off of that kind of stuff. Cause if you get wrapped up in that, you'd start to put pressure on yourself and stuff like that. And become attached to your phone instead of, you know, just living life and, and taking it day by day. Um, So when I, when I heard about it, I didn't, it didn't really creep into my head. All I could go up. I just, I tried to stay away from those thoughts. Yeah, that, that makes sense. When, uh, when Vince and I were, were recording our show Monday night after the news of the Pollock injury, we talked quite a bit about who might, uh, who might be called up to replace him. Uh, and you know, what we realized was there were really only two guys on the 40 man roster who were a possibility. And that was you and Edwin Rios. Cause I'm the only other two position players on the 40, our catchers. And so it was like, okay, so it's either uh, Beatty or Rios or, or they add somebody else, you know, uh, somebody who uh, is more of a, a center field or Apollo Orlando type of guy or something. Uh, but by the time I woke up Tuesday morning, I was pretty positive it was going to be you. Uh, but I, you know, when you, when you're that close and like you said, you, you don't want to get too focused on it. Uh, so I could see how that would be uh, hard to really have the perspective to really know if that's going to be you or not. Uh, so what, what time did you get on a plane to head to San Francisco? Yeah, we had a, uh, 755 flight out of OKC. Um, and we ended up getting landing in San Francisco around 10 o'clock, uh, Pacific coast time. So, so you got the call kind of early morning and a long day. You got the call at midnight, then went down to the stadium to yeah. pack your stuff and had to be at the airport yeah. at like six thirty in the morning. Uh, we got there at five because we didn't want to miss the flight. <laughs> so, so so you just didn't even bother going to bed? 
Uh, you know, I laid down for a little bit, maybe dozed off kind of, but, you know, probably not the most uh, productive sleep, I I guess. So it, yeah. was, uh, it was definitely a long night, early morning and long day. So uh, a couple weeks ago, Josh Spores got called up to the big leagues and then he sat in the bullpen and never got in a game and then eventually got sent back down. Uh, but your situation, you know, the Dodgers got a big lead and and got to a situation where it was kind of the ideal situation for you to to get in the game with with no pressure, not worry too much. Uh, as the game was going on, were you what were your thoughts as the game was going on about your possibilities of getting into the game and what that situation might be like? First off, I was just trying to soak it up. I mean, I was I was in the dugout with you know the Los Angeles Dodgers and we were playing rivaled San Francisco Giants. So the first couple of innings, I was just, you know, like a little kid just watching the game and trying to soak it up. And then once around the third inning started rolling around, I, you know, I started preparing um, just because you never know when a pinch hit situation might uh, come about. So around the third inning, I just started hitting in the cage, uh, staying loose, stretching and all that stuff. Uh, just to be prepared, and then obviously once the dodge, once you know guys started started uh, getting a lead, uh, and the game started, you know, started to get a bigger lead. I, you know, yeah, that started creeping in my head. Oh, this could be a perfect opportunity. I'm probably got a pretty good chance of getting a pinch hit somewhere later on in the game. Um, and yeah, it just kind of worked out perfect. And you know, hitting the cage and all that, and, and felt like I was ready. When called upon. All right, we'll be right back to continue our talk with Matt and Jessica. But first, we wanted to remind you to subscribe to Locked On Dodgers on the new Himalaya podcast app. We've told you all about Himalaya. It's where you can listen to this very podcast and get suggestions for other podcasts that you might enjoy. So download Himalaya at your app store and subscribe to Locked On Dodgers, and we'll be right back. All right, we are back for more with our conversation with Matt and Jessica Beatty. Yeah, I mean, just, I know it's hard to kind of put these things into words but you know just describe that feeling when you were standing on first and you, you see the dugout going crazy and, and you know you realizing that everything you work for you know just just happened in that moment right there yeah that i mean that was crazy it's it's it, yeah you can't really put it into words but it was like a blur not a blur but like a numb feeling um i do remember it for sure and looking over at the dugout and seeing how excited those guys were for me that was you know, it was a really special moment. Um, and then Georgie at first base, you know, pat me on the back and, and he said, man, you're going to have a couple few tech, a few text messages tonight. And, you know, and Brandon Bell even congratulated me. So that was pretty cool. Um, how many times, oh, how many times have you watched that video already? Uh, I'll, yeah, I've definitely watched it a few times. Um, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Jessica, what were you, uh, what was going through your mind sitting there watching the game? You know, the, the kind of the same question as the game was going on and you're realizing this situation it might be perfect for, for Matt's first at bat and, you know, what's going through your mind leading up to that point and then when he got up and got the hit? Yeah, so um, I've told a couple of people this, but I think it's just kind of really telling from when Matt got the call and – all the way up into the point where I finally got into the stadium. So that was probably like a 16 hour span who, 
who really knows definitely over 12 hours I had this just like pit in my stomach of wasn't sure if I was going to throw up or pass out or maybe both um but for whatever reason when I got into the stadium there was just like this calmness that came over me and when same thing with Matt I kind of knew I was sitting with um Scott Barber Matt's agent and um once the run started kind of piling on we just were kind of looking at each other and you know he was like this is perfect perfect opportunity perfect situation and then we saw um someone on the staff talking to Matt I think it was around like the sixth or seventh and that's when Matt kind of started taking his jackets off and grabbing a bat and stretching and I think I got a little nervous then too but once he was standing in the hole on the dugout steps, again, I just, I was so calm. I, I wasn't expecting myself to be that calm, but I think it was because I've just seen him do that so many times. Um, high school, college, summer ball, in the minors, obviously. I've, I've just seen him be in that situation, and I know that that's what he's made for and what we've dreamed about. So I think I was so calm because I one, because I'd seen him do it so many times, but two, that it didn't matter if he struck out or did what he did and got his first hit. He was still making his major league debut, and at the end of the day, that was all that we've ever dreamed about. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cool to hear both sides of it, uh, you know, going through it right now. Um, getting into a little bit more you know, away from that moment, uh, Matt, have the, have the team as Roberts, as they talk to you about kind of what your role or what they're expecting out of you, you know, right now when you're up with the team? No, I mean, they just, just be prepared, um, be a professional and, 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 you know, get my work in at first, third left field, um, and always be ready on the bench for pinch hit if I'm not starting. So it, they ha- we haven't gone into detail or anything like that, um, but uh, yeah, just go to the ballpark every day and and, and be prepared. Yeah. I know you were around a lot of these guys in the spring, but did you gravitate towards anyone kind of that that day or this this past week in in the in the locker room? Uh, you know, JT had some some conversation with me about how to because in the minor leagues you obviously. I didn't come off the bench a lot. Didn't have a lot of pinch hit. So he kind of talked to me about what that's like, how to prepare, find my routine, and stick to my routine. And I'll, and I know best of how I need to prepare for an at bat, and and just know that he, what your approach is for for a pinch hit and stuff like that. So that was really cool for him to take time and 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 kind of talk to me about that. Um, and yeah, just talking to any of those guys in that clubhouse, you know the team is so good that you can pick anybody's brain and you just really got to soak it all up. Um, and I mean, you can learn something new every single day from any of those guys. So just any of those guys, it's, it, it's, it's good to talk to. I, re- I read on Twitter that, uh, whoever was doing the post game interview, somebody came and said, uh, somebody had to c- come grab somebody. Cause they said everybody, Oh no, they had to come grab you. <laughs> Because everybody was waiting in the yeah. locker room to celebrate you, and you were out talking to your family and stuff. Uh, what was that like in the locker room after the game? What what sort of celebration did the guys have before you? 
Yeah, so I, after the game, I definitely wanted to go spend a moment with my wife, um, and that was really cool. But uh, once we uh, uh, I started walking back, Verdugo was running out of the clubhouse saying, where you at, baby? <laughs> And, and Bueller was running after me too, telling me, you know, to get up to the to the clubhouse. All the guys were waiting on me. What am I doing? Stuff like that. Just joking <laughs> around with me. But yeah, once I got up there, you know, everybody in the in the clubhouse was cheering, giving me high fives, and, and it ended up uh, being a beer shower where all the guys uh, threw ice cold beer all over me and threw baby powder all over me. So yeah, nice. that was a really special moment. And right before that happened, you know, Russell Martin gave a little. It was some cool words to me about, you know, congratulations and, and, and a special moment and that nobody can ever take it away from me that, you know, I, I can now say that I'm a big leaguer and, and, and have a hit in the big league. So, it, yeah, that, that was a really cool moment for sure. That's awesome. I'm sure you've talked about these this a lot the last few days, but, you know, have you maybe today with off day, have you really been able to kind of sit back and, and soak it all in? And, and I know – or Hershey was talking during the game when you got your hit uh, about how, you know, it's probably all a blur right now, but have you had the chance to kind of sit back and, and you know, soak it all in? I, so when we were just walking around, uh, I was talking to Jess, and we were both saying, like, it still hasn't really hit us, I don't think. And I don't, you know, I don't know how long it'll take for it to hit, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying my best, you know, every minute to just, take a second and, and really soak it all in and, and, you know, enjoy it and uh, have fun. I think too, another thing along those same lines of, we were just talking about that when we were walking around, but also too, um, when we got on the flight with the team and the staff and everything, and we were sitting there um, just like waiting to take off. And Matt looked at me and he was like, what are we doing? <laughs> and we both just kind of laugh. It's just, um, crazy and yeah I'm kind of the same as Matt I'm not really sure when it will or if it will or if um I don't know and I know a lot of people are wanting to know how long are you know is Matt going to be here and all of that and I don't even think we're thinking about that right now and we're just happy to be here whether it's we're gone tomorrow or we're here and for for the rest of the season we're just we're blessed and thankful that we get to be here that's awesome. Um, yeah, thank you guys for, for taking the time to, to talk with us for a few minutes. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us, guys. All right, good luck with everything, Matt. Thanks for listening to Locked On Dodgers. Thanks again to Matt and Jessica for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it very much. It's always fun to talk with, with them, get that perspective from both sides of the coin on what his Major League debut was like. That was awesome. The Dodgers start their series with the Padres tonight, and hopefully Matt will get some more games and get some more hits for the Dodgers. Remember, you can subscribe to this show on the new Himalaya Podcast app, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts. Uh, the three best things you can do to help us are subscribe, tell your friends, and rate and review us. Uh, go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Dodgers. Follow Vince at Vince Semperio. Follow me at Snydog. And you can call and leave us a voicemail. Our number is 323-863-LOCK-L-O-C-K. We are here every weekday morning, and we hope you will be too. When you get in your car, tell your smart device to play podcast Locked on Dodgers. 
And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. We'll talk to you later. Have a good one. Say D. I say D-O. D-O-D-G-E-R-S. The team that's all hard. All hard and all thumbs. They're my Los Angeles. Your Los Angeles. Our Los Angeles. Do you think we'll really win the pennant? Bye.